Welcome to day 107 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Psalm 17, Psalm 35, Psalm 54, and Psalm 63, with a focus on Psalm 63 today. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down unto the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exalt, for the mouth of liars will be stopped. What really stood out to me in this psalm was just the beginning. Eagerly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And I thought to myself, what does that look like? The imagery is there, right? The imagery is there about being so parched and being so hungry. And sometimes I think that can be hard for many of us here in North America to imagine that, to be so thirsty. There have been a few times where I have not drank enough water and ended up actually in the hospital for it. And I remember getting to the point where the thirst was so bad that I, I couldn't even really drink water. And my bones ached. And I think about that now. Do I crave God like that, where my bones are almost crying out for Him to fill me? And it challenges me. It challenges me because... I know I need food, my body tells me, and I know that I need water because my body tells me. David here essentially is is likening his soul to his flesh and saying, I cry out for you. My heart, my soul, they cry out for you. And the thing is, is like really amazing food and really great water on a hot sunny day, when you taste it, you feel refreshed, but but also when you do taste it, you notice when it's gone, right? The absence actually helps intensify the need uh, in the sense of you know what you're missing out on. And, and sometimes because we've gotten comfortable with where we are with God, we aren't actually even aware of just how much more there is to him. There is so much more to God than you could ever imagine. There is no finish line with him. There is no, okay, I'm done. I've achieved enough Christian theology. I've achieved enough prayer. I've achieved enough reading the word that I'm good now. I'm content in my relationship with God. We should feel secure in our relationship with God as we're growing, but God is infinite. So our relationship with him and how deep we can go is also infinite. And that's encouraging because it means that if you're growing hungrier for him, there's more. 
And if you're not, I want to challenge you because there is more. Complacency and comfort are the enemy of the spiritual life. Because it stops us from giving him more as well, right? It's not just that we can have more of him. It's that he gets also to have more of us. God, you can do more in my life. You can ask me for more because my trust in you is so perfect that you could ask anything of me, right? And and we see, especially if you read history of some of the, the greats who have gone before uh, and they've offered God, you know, up to their very lives, either in the missions field or in the work that he's called them to do. And that can only happen in our lives when we realize that God can actually be enough for everything, that he can provide miraculously food, clothes, uh, breakthrough in situations, healing from trauma. He really can do it. And David's speaking like this from his own heart, that his soul and his flesh tangibly need God. And that God is good. And, and, and then after talking about how good God is, he talks about, <laughs> my soul will be satisfied as this with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyous lips. But he also talks about how he got to this way. And he says, you know, I've been meditating on you in night, and you've been my help. Right? In the shadow of your wings, right? Like, remember, David, when he's writing some of these songs, he's in a very hot climate. He's got nowhere to call home. He's nomadic. Shade is a blessing. A hot summer day. You you don't have inside. You could, I remember growing up as a kid. Couldn't go inside until a certain time. Mom kicked us out and said, come home, you know, when it's this time or when the streetlights come on. And on a hot summer day, you had a water bottle with you and then you looked for trees or like a brook, right? And so the shadow of God's wings is a comforting place. It's it's an embrace. And, and David just talks about again and again how this relationship and dependence on God grew. And one, it's because he kept meeting with God to bask in more of him. And when, the more he basked in him, the greater he realized his need for him. And I hope today that you feel challenged and encouraged that there's more, that you're not done, that you can go deeper. And when you go deeper, I, you will see the most amazing things take place. You'll see miracles. You might be put in even harder situations, but you'll see the breakthrough and you'll see the deliverance. And I love that that's where David comes back. He comes back that God's going to protect him. He has a faith that God is going to fight for him again. Beautiful psalm and reminder. So may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.